The Wannabes Podcast, episode 21 of season two. My name is JD. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Wasabi and JD. We're still in the same clothes from our commentary block because we just finished it. Yep. And I just, you know, we we called, we're going to do a little debrief, and I was just like, yo, we should just record this. Like, we just got to do it live and then voice our thoughts because I thought that was an amazing commentary block and I still have my commentator voice right now so yeah. you know I'm gonna wind down and get low and into my podcast voice but but while I'm adjusting what were your thoughts JD um well yeah definitely a ton of positives for sure I think my what was really cool was that I felt like the part of my brain that's like are we doing a good job got check marked immediately right and then it was kind of all growth mindset from there because, you know, this is a, a, a good event for us, a, a great event for us, an amazing it was slot. Important. It was an important event for us. Like the minute the schedule came out and I like messaged you, it was like, we have the road to top eight block, dude. Yeah. Winner's side. Yeah. So just an incredible opportunity for sure. And uh, I think the, the bottom line is we did a great job. I think we brought what we had um, and didn't really leave much, right? So I think my mind right now, and the reason why I kind of, well, first off, I haven't had lunch yet. So I think I'm, I'm heading into that kind of afternoon drop in terms of yeah, energy. Yeah. I had I had a little bit of a, I had um, literally just a clementine. So I'm going to just try to put everything in perspective about my tone and my energy yeah. and, and my thoughts. And you're um, coming off of a high also, right? True. Like there, it was such like, like we were really shout casting honestly so mm -hmm. so so i feel i feel the same way like we are definitely coming down from like a sort of commentary high but i'm interested on on your thoughts because i think like there's a lot good and like also part of us getting better right and, and the drama growth mindset is like you know what what also could we improve on and and and, and i'll let you pick uh where where you want to go first uh to start it off kind of thing yeah, I so I think from and I hate to be I'm not going to come out critical of you. I'm just going to what you did was I got feedback on and I don't know yet what I could do better. I guess that's sure. th that's where I'm coming. I think at. we can we can think of it as a duo, though. Right. And like we were talking about this, like off script right. as well. Like when I like watched that, like, I mean, I was just random, wanted to learn more about Starcraft, but like it was it ended up being focused on like taste hostess right the, one of the most legendary like do commentary duos in in gaming mm -hmm. is like i feel like they talked about their block as a duo so like you know let's let's just like have at it and like sure and 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 talk about it because i feel like we're gonna be just doing more duo stuff so so why not just talk about it with like both of us right right i think as a duo a lot of the things that we pointed out and we talked about yesterday we actually did a little fucking vod analysis yesterday i was not expecting to do vod analysis and it became that it was really funny i was uh, like laughing with pilar about that afterwards um i mean as a duo i it was hilarious i think i think what we did well kind of was one we just had a good foundation i think that um our articulation was good i think we were really good at staying committed to the gameplay first and foremost and so 
even though, yes, of course, sometimes we would have to finish a thought and it would trail into gameplay. I think that mm-hmm. always happened at the appropriate time. I don't know if, if that ever got a, a, a hold of us, which yeah. to kind of just pin, pin let's, let's pin on that, right? So just like finishing thoughts, I think we did pretty well. And we'll, I want to revisit that as a topic. Um, and then just, yeah, kind of going across the board, I think our handoffs were great. I think... Um, we were good with politeness on like, sorry to cut you off or hold on one second. Like those mm-hmm. handoffs, I think were really clean. Um, and you know, I think maybe, and just to kind of put a pin on that as well, that's really just, I think over time we'll need, maybe need less to be as explicit as we get more comfortable with that yeah. attitude. But I think in terms of pacing, the handoffs were quite good um i want to listen over to audio quality because there's certain points you we can't possibly know such as like um does our is our microphone balance out of whack at certain times if one Mm -hmm. of us is carrying more excitement does that carry into the broadcast so that's like something we can't even give feedback on right now because we didn't hear like our mics peak or something like that That... i definitely saw a red light flashing a few times during the hype moments yeah, so that stuff is important and requires VOD analysis, and you know, which is something I think we'll we'll figure out over time as well. So so not even a red flag there, just a call out, I suppose. Um, and then I think a lot of the criticisms I had, f- f- I hate this, for the thing thought I thoughts I had from you and things maybe I, I thought you could work on. They were more mm-hmm. a, a, they were more abundant this time because the energy you brought was so good that I think it just was a little bit like little new for you. And then that came with a little bit of like collateral mm-hmm. uh, uh, things to tweak. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, of course. but that is like the exact problem we want to have at this stage. Um, because it's like, we both have both sides. And I think today, just by virtue of what day or, or the way you woke up, I was able to to carry on your coattails of energy and we have the mode of reverse. We know that from the podcast, right? And, and talking. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just because we're so new to commentary, that was perhaps one of the newer times where you were like firm energy lead. Perfect. We have that mode. It's good. And just a few things because I was kind of on the back for mo- for a lot of it, a few things I could call out, but I won't do that now. That's just kind of general thoughts for now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. I think like it was definitely something really new I was trying. So so I, I, I don't expect it to be like super perfect. But obviously like I, I would love to like hear like your thoughts and then what do you feel? And I feel like hashing it out like on the podcast is almost the purpose of the podcast. Yeah. But I also think like thinking about it a little bit more, I do wish we got to do like a little bit more uh analytical stuff but it was just so hard to do because mm-hmm. of like how fast the gameplay was and and i think like i think that was like the part that i was struggling with and possibly like maybe overcompensate with the hype and the storylines and the narratives though i was really excited for that obviously because of just like the the back end research that that we did uh, uh you know about these players and stuff like that oh yeah i mean that came into play the prep is like I mean, obviously, it's a high bar you set with the prep, so I don't think it's necessary to do every time if yeah. if that's not kind of the capacity at that particular week. 
Yeah. Um, and for context, so yeah, so, so viewers know. Sure. I like reached out to Melee Stats and was like, "Hey, like, what are your thoughts going into the event?" And then I had like a ten question like questionnaire that I like reached out to like all the top players in in the EU who I thought that we like seen bracket and it would like be like both like standard questions like how long have you been playing but also like interesting ones i feel like like what do you consider your biggest strength what are your comfort zones uh what do you think is underappreciated in your gameplay and like i think the last one was what are you working on currently and i thought like that gave an insight to like the player and like their kind of mentality going in and i thought that was really interesting but uh, that's the context we and then you can continue now jd yeah sure i mean the prep work just really gave us a lot of things to to grab onto if if we needed to funny enough this particular block was just very bang 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 a few breaks of course but uh between sets was just rapid and so the times it did come in i thought were really high impact so like absolutely worth it and honestly we still have those for those players i mean this is a running Mm -hmm. a running document this is not a one and done so um having that info of just players takes on things i love um but yeah i kind of i i agree with you that i wish we had more time for analysis i think just if we're going to sit on this my first thought Mm -hmm. is kind of what i brought up in our our off mic call yesterday which was um we have the first couple stocks of every game to slow down and and be uh kind of above the match for a second i mean obviously if something insane happens, we always got to bring it back. That's correct. But when it comes to flow of a viewer, like they're listening to us too. And so if we could hold mm-hmm. the tension and finish thoughts, that's kind of like the cutting point is when it's down to two stocks, this first and second stock of each game. I think it's quite appropriate. Maybe if it's not game five, if it's grand five, you know, obviously there's, there's exceptions but yeah. for, for the blocks we're doing. That's, I think that should be our standard that we could deviate from later. So, so finishing thoughts in between games or or bringing back thoughts Mm -hmm. if it's last two stocks. And I think again, not to call you out, this is something I've noticed that happened twice where, yeah, yeah, no, no, let's, let's just, yeah. What are examples? I feel like that's the best way to learn also. Sure. I, I think it's just as simple as you had the thought and like you, I think you do have a better analysis brain than I do. Um, mm-hmm. when it comes to these concepts and like, I'm always so for it, but sometimes you just pick times that are a little too late to start that mm. thought. And I think it's, it's tough to decide which way to go because you don't want to just abruptly end the thought. I don't want to cut you off for the gameplay. It's just sometimes mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the thought will end. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, last stock, uh, edge guard happening. Right. So in that case, if it's like a non-hype ending, I think it is fine to like continue the thought as a player cleans up game two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like every, it, that's where the hard rule, I guess, kind of can dissolve where, um, okay, like a player's up two stocks to one until the comeback starts. If you are on a roll talking mm-hmm. about a concept, you could carry it on till the game ends, you know? Yeah. And then kind of, maybe try to wrap it up before you know whatever like there's still that freedom but it it lingered a little bit i agree with that yeah i think like it either needed to be better timed or more concise and i think that's the thing right like like making things concise in melee is like the hard hard part about it so i like 100 percent agree with like that 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 critique for sure 
Yeah, I think like I was really it's impressed hard. with like your your what? It's it's just uh, hard. It's hard. To yeah, do... no, it's hard. Yeah. Don't apologize. What are you gonna say? You're gonna compliment me? Oh, I thought you said sorry, but I realized you said it's hard. Never mind. Not apologize, dude. It's it's so weird. I I feel like I'm still in like the commentator like back to you, JD sort of mode. But uh, right. I I'm really happy with like how the block went and and dude you like your play by play and like kind of the i felt like you covered the middle part of like a lot of games really really well like in-game stuff really really well like i felt like i like subconsciously like handed it off to you like especially when it was like two stocks to two or or last stock or, or something like that and i felt like um yeah you covered like stock two and three so so much and and i felt Really good, and it was something that we talked about, right? Of like not having dead air, and not that not necessarily being silenced, but like just like of both people engaged. And I felt like I could like confidently like hand it off to you and be like, "All right, yeah, JD's gonna take it, take it from here, and 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 let it run." And and I thought you had a really good rants, also. <laughs> Thanks. No, I'm I'm really happy you said that. I want, I I, I want to want to to review the vods. It's hard listening to our voices. Hard, yeah. Fucking sucks, but I want to desire that because it's what i'm working on right it's i think one thing that smash could use have you ever seen that dota rap god meme where it's like a two and a half minute dota fight i have not i i have not actually yeah i'll i'll send it to you where this commentator is um pretty much it's it's a two minute you're not huge into the uh moba scene right but the, yeah. the fights there can be explosive and end in 30 seconds or they could just drag out and this one particular player was um in a position to just be just to outplay for like two minutes an insanely long fight and mm. it was just action upon action so many things coming in certain things missing certain things miraculously hitting players dying and buying back and coming back and dying again and this guy I'm, I'm getting chills. I'm literally getting chills thinking about this video because uh, I haven't watched it in a month and a half. So that's crazy for me. But he um, just covers all of it. And it's almost like, you know how there's a flow to what we were doing where obviously hype is up here. Analysis is more down here in terms of energy. The floor mm -hmm. for this guy was so high, but he still kept that storyline above that that baseline. Mm -hmm. It was not a static level of energy. And so I'm trying to see, because I think Melee can do it. And, you know, it's a articulation challenge. It's a brain processing challenge. It's, it, it's an improv plus freestyle rap adjacent skill challenge. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm thankful that you were giving me space for that. And um, I was ready to... to to uh you know go 50 50 and i i acknowledge that you were allowing me to do a bit, get a bit more reps in on that side um but to to give you compliments i only was able to kind of have that because you're the energy you brought um let me pace myself throughout the broadcast because when you were talking about concepts it was engaging it was not the the sort of like low tone talk about frames shit it was like yo wasabi is into this like this is something he fucking enjoys is the, like you came in and you were talking about the percentages and you're like yo sorry to cut you off he's at 65 percent like that shit is that was huge that's that, that's it's like 62 but yeah yeah fuck off fuck you <laughs> come on i'm just joshing Continue. i'm talking Continue. about i'm, I'm talking about a two stall backer idiot so 
<laughs> touche, touche on that. Touche, I didn't specify. Continue. Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm just joshing with you. I had a quick save there. But basically, yeah, that's that's what gave me the kind of freedom and like the the ramp almost is like that energy existed and it was kind of, you know, uh, the, the available um, peaks that we could hit were because of what you gave me. Like if I had to kind of ramp into that kind of shout casting, I mean, probably I wouldn't have tried to get to that same level because it'd be too jarring, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's where the duo mentality has to be acknowledged because I think that, um, you know, anything I did was uh, improved by the quality of what you were doing. So if it's a reflection of, of your ability off of me, I did a better job because you were killing it today. Of course, of course. The classic JD takes credit. Huh? Classic pod. This is a podcast. I'm giving you credit for my goodness. Oh, you are. It's the inverse. Oh, 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 sorry. It's the contrapositive. Sorry, two two years of of us talking. I'm 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 getting baited by some common (laughs) tactics. Um, yeah, no, dude. Thank you so much. I'm really happy. Like, dude, I felt like the energy. I mean, like, I, I I didn't expect myself to come out swinging for the gate. Because, like, even, like, I messaged you, I'm like, dude, I'm kind of just, like, excited nervous right now. Like, we're going to kill it, but I'm, like, definitely excited nervous. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think, like, even, like, in the beginning, you're like, dude, just, like, you doubt yourself a little bit too much. Like, just go for it. Like, if you're going to go for it, just go for it and run it. I felt like that set the tone. But also, I I have to say, I feel like the, I was just so, like, I mean, and, and this whole podcast, right, is about, like, authenticity and and, and stuff like that. And, And we talk about that. And, and I feel like, I was like so authentically excited. Like I didn't know that I could cast like that. Actually, I wasn't expecting it, JD. I just didn't expect it. But I feel like I was just so excited because of the like back end research I did. Like because I knew that I did all of that, and I was like, okay, I don't have to like worry about knowing X or I know X about this player. Like I felt so confidently going into it. And then also like when we did our like back room <laughs> unintentional odd commentary analysis. And and you mentioning like, hey, like I want to do these things. How do I aggressive? Like you can like write both. Like I, I I said like, hey JD, like you talked for like three stocks in a row, but and you were like, but I gave you like there are sometimes where you could interrupt and stuff like that and bring in the energy, but you have to like take it. And I felt like I took that to heart. And 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 even funny enough, as like I was listening to some commentary this morning as as I was just kind of get ready. And and what's interesting is I I didn't look at my favorite commentator, Sejam. Right. I looked at his co-host, his his duo partner, Tasty Steve, who is the hype person. And I actually was watching where because because I know this um, just because I'm a fan of his YouTube, that Sejam's best commentary was winners finals of, of Evo 2019 Dragon Ball Fighters, Goichi versus Sonic Fox. It was really interesting because he was talking so much about the play by play. It was so on point that it shut up Steve. And so then I pay, could pay attention to, well, when does Steve actually talk then in it? Right. And and then that's where I started adding in the like verbal, like, oh, like, you know, like there were actual like times where like I was hyped, but I like expressed it with like a sound or something like that, which I felt like also like gave as a opener if I wanted to choose to like jump in and cut you off. But if I didn't, you you like like reacted pretty well and just kept talking, which I thought was really, really good. Um, but I was not expecting to like cast like that going going in. It kind of just like was the vibe <laughs> yeah no i think i think energy and that was the first break actually funny enough i think i said uh i don't want to overanalyze and i stopped myself i'm like you know what? we'll talk about it after and literally what you just said was what i was thinking that being i 
could tell you were your your preparation gave you confidence, um, which was huge because that's kind of the only difference. It's not like you're but from this time from the last block is you're any more experience, frankly, than you know. It's not like an yeah. experience thing. It's literally just like a kind of uh, more of an, uh, a conscious decision of just like, all right, fuck it. Let's run this. Let's, let's allow the excitement to kind of be less filtered. Um, I will say, and I, I, I don't want to come across critical cause whatever, go for it. Go for it. I, I think what is, what might be a next thing to work on for you is a yeah, couple, a couple very specific things. One. And actually you got trolled in chat a little bit. Um, you said oh, my, really? you said my name. You said my name about thirty-five times, um, and that is not too much more than it needs to be. But I think it was something that, like, once it got pointed out, the kind of ceiling broke, and it was like it was just very noticeable after that point. Interesting, interesting. And, okay, and so yeah. you know, I think, and I was kind of keeping tabs on the Twitch chat. They weren't being they were being a little BM about it. Um, frankly, there's it's hard to give feedback without seeming bm but also they could have been a little less of a dick about no, it no, no. i'm actually curious what, what twitch stats said though because i again like with the name thing specifically that was like a conscious decision based on like our like talk yesterday sure but but i see i mean obviously like it's it's a double-edged sword so i kind of see it i'm actually curious like yeah what other stuff on your mind or what stuff did like twitch chat kind of kind of notice in, it, in the that was, well that was the only thing they noticed um, oh, okay. and that's cool. why that's why I led with. Oh, it. that was like, the only thing. That's kind of hype. Well, yeah. There's other things I noticed that are like they're all small deals, right? It's just yeah, of course, of course. Little things that perhaps are noticeable, and I think are very tweakable. Obviously, the JD thing. I I I get the impulse. I think it's just a. Um, it's not the right filler. It it's the right it's the right it's the right use when it's a handoff, but you were doing it more as like uh, uh, an yeah. emphasis on a point. So if if you took it or if you already have it and you're starting a thought, mm -hmm. you would use it then as well. And that just kind of doubled it up. Right. So if you're going to if you're going to use it as the indicator of like, um, I don't know what's going on, JD, this is crazy. Then you get my attention and my brain goes, is this a handoff? And it is. So then I take it. Perfect. And, and, and if it was just that, I don't think it would be overused. If you used it every single time you wanted to hand it off. I still don't think it would have been overused. Um, but I used it like as a descriptor. Like, mm -hmm. JD, I cannot believe what these two players yes. are doing. Like, did you see what Frenzy did? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Precisely. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so it's that's an easy adjustment, right? I think. I think yeah, super. Yeah, I think um, that's easy. Just, again, like, I don't know what I need to be called out on. I, I kind of wish um, someone BM'd me uh, because it's just one of those things that, like, we can't know until... We, like when you showed me the the kind of the run on that I had the yeah the the coming back and being too too early on that shout casting because it was three stocks to three that's something yeah. I didn't know until you pointed it out to me so yeah we're we're we don't have to we'll, I'll get on to the next point because I'm trying to even remember because it again wasn't that obvious I think well I the the other thing was the um what was the analysis perhaps too late in a, in a game. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, actually, I, that kind of leads me into to my thought about that your thing. Please, uh, is I feel like you are at a point in the game, like 
so so okay here's my opinion of of like how i thought we did analysis really well so mm -hmm. don't get me wrong there sure i think you are you have a good knack of and maybe this is more of a wish than a critique uh actually that's the best way to put it but i feel like you have a knack of being able to explain large concepts into like simplified terms and and again like i was just listening for fun like again shout outs to the mix-up like I was listening to the state of the melee like episode that they did with Aiden and Aiden said like one thing also is like, oh, the people that complain about like, oh, didn't you know that like X percent does this with Peach or what yada yada yada. It's like that's not the common viewer. The common viewer is like, you know, not not like arguably like just barely PR in the early region or not at all for mm -hmm. the most part, right? And you have to kind of like think about like who your audience is. And maybe that's why I did like a little bit less analysis compared to like when we did Sunday Beatdown a few times but and and try to go like more cerebral like meta topics but i think that you could push your like i feel like i wish that you had a little bit more insight on like specific nuance analytics because i feel like it would bring life to your play-by-play -play a lot more because i think at times and and this is me being critical also as a as a player trying to get good so so i i acknowledge the irony in this sure is that i think that like if you want to go down the route of play-by-play, -play, like you, if you added like a like, the best thing for you is like in my head, is like if you say a play-by-play, -play, throw in a quick fact, and somehow the people listening are suddenly better at the game for it. And I feel like right now it's they understand what's going on, but I feel like you could push that if you knew a little bit more nuanced stuff. And I'm not saying memorize percent. It's just like depends on what you want to pick. Whether that's neutral game, whether that's punish game, or 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 you could also go the route, I feel like some casters go the route of psychology, right? Like what are these players, two players feeling right now in, in a play-by-play -play aspect? And I feel like that's your call to make, but I feel like it would give life to a standard play-by-play -play comms of melee. Cause it's tough. Play-by-play -play yeah. is tough anywhere and especially tough when we're given like five fucking Fox Dittos, which I, I love, by the way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but but we also saw the 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 pinnacle of shit. This match is going really fast. Yeah, I think there's two avenues to improve at play by play, and you touched on the one I haven't touched on yet, which is like obviously I need to have the recall and have have to be able to articulate very quickly and keep the energy of the match while also maintaining a certain flow above an energy level. That's where my mind is working on now. And you're mm -hmm. absolutely right. It's kind of like learning piano versus learning music theory. Like you can learn the, the, all the, just practicing the game, just practicing piano of get, uh, doing the scales and doing the chord progressions. But if you don't know like what you're doing and what you're talking about, it, it's not like you're not a piano player. It's not like you were trash at this side of it as well. It's just you won't be able to do little flourishes. You won't be able to mm -hmm. elevate in certain ways that differentiate. And so if I absolutely I agree if I'm not even just like always learning new things, but keeping my mind on the top of the meta at any point, like, yeah, and and this is what I'm saying. This is the strength that you have. And I think we'll also learn this as we go along. Um, mm -hmm. I get to kind of piggyback and learn from you as you're learning these concepts and you kind of, I can tail coattails that with you a little, um, yeah, yeah, because course. yeah, I mean, talking about that and having that be our foundation for intergame stuff being some psychology I, and I'm not going to pick a route. I think it's just as oh, yeah. it's, it's a balance. Mm -hmm. I, I was just trying to like simplify. No, it. you're right. You're, you're right that there are different kind of branches, right? But yeah. 
I definitely agree. That's something that um, the long tail of it is if I can just call out the technical stuff and have it be so familiar to me that I can call out an AIS, ASDI grab reversal um, on like, you know, under the threshold of percentages. If I don't have to use my, my mental stack towards remembering mm-hmm. what what's happening, I can just bam, do it that you're a billion percent, right. That just makes it a tastier play by play analysis, because that's also going to make the high, the high level players like me more because everyone knows that sure. a back air off stage, blah, blah, blah. I think I do have, um, obviously a foundational skill. I, I don't really study the game anymore, but you know, mm-hmm. for sure I've, I've picked a lot of things up. And so kind of, that's the next thing to push. I'm, I'm, I think that's a great critique from you. Thank you. Yeah. No, no worries. I think also like the thing is, is it's also like you kill two birds with one stone. Again, if you're, if you have the capacity and like time to do it, because like it improves your commentary and it also improves your gameplay. So like, why not? Right. Uh, But I think like, and and that's the thing is that's why maybe my analysis thinking back, wow, this is getting really meta is that, um, my, um, like analytical side like went on like was not as well timed like our starting critique right was like overdoing the analytics like or mistiming it is a better word for it yeah and and i think it's because i wanted to give you that knowledge so that you could do the play-by-play sure i think subconsciously i was trying to do that because i feel like so in my head good play-by-play so so solid play-by-play is keeping the energy up and that's like I know that's what you're working on. And I think, I think honestly, you did a really good job today about it. Thanks. I think good play-by-play is being able to call out what happens artic- and articulate it quickly in a manner so that the audience then knows the cool little thing that just happened and why that interaction should be hype, even if it's not a, like, six zero to death. Great play-by-play, in my opinion, is is you as the commentator know, like, what both players are playing for in that moment and can build a mini story ahead of time so that when it happens you can just be like see there it is type thing and i feel like i hit that yeah i feel like i hit that and got really lucky on it (laughs) at times i literally called it out i'm like dude you're literally everything you're saying is coming true as you're saying it yeah but i feel like that comes out especially in like fox matchups with percents because like i i i I i narrate the story of like this is what both of these players are looking for. These are what options they actually need, not mm-hmm. just a hit. And I feel like not overgeneralizing that is so crucial, especially arguably in this newer melee meta where it's like those, it's not about just hit, don't get hit. It's hit the right way or get hit, but tweak it so that it like actually messes the attacker up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like, yeah, I think that's like, that's my theory on, on play by play actually. Yeah, I, th- I mean, play-by-play is kind of uncharted territory in the game. Um, yeah. Not a lot of commentators are committing to it. It's It can be really embarrassing. The first time I tried it um, was, I mean, it was when I was living here, so it's re- recent, yeah. and it was a European tournament, the one I woke up really early for. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I was, I saw an opportunity to like, it was an extended edge guard part, uh, Fox versus Peach. And I was, you know, into that Rap God video of that Dota scene yeah and that's kind of the commentator i want to be and there's a lot of steps to get to where it is great like we're saying and, and i'm happy that you're spending time with me like talking through it um as well as giving me the space to get the reps in you know and i think i'm i'm happy that i've developed 
uh, the like the the para commentary skills like we talk about, like mm-hmm. talking on the podcast, improv, yeah. freestyle rapping, even a little bit like those us just knowing each other, too, I think is. Oh, my God, dude, us being a duo is so fucking yeah. sick. I can't believe this is still so new. We're so, so early on. It's not like our fourth cast, which I is know. like why I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like we're going to mess up on stuff for sure. Yeah, no, I, I honestly like we we are doing the right thing, which is like. We popped off. We were excited about how well it went. And then we went immediately into how we can improve. And and that's the juicy part. That's the really cool thing here is like, I, f- I feel the high. I feel the rush of doing the thing. And yeah. I see the path not towards like, I, I really am happy that my mind goes more towards like, how do we get good at this rather than how do we get like big gigs or how do we get known for this? Because the the setup we have now where like europe is still underrated it's still underviewed um in terms of these tournaments and so this is just the perfect training ground for us to just maintain what they're throwing us like yeah. these top eight on locals perfect these, these up to top eight on on road to top eight is like arguably the best it's the best slot it's the, it's a, it's yeah, an it's insane slot so like i think we are meeting the moment right now and just doing the work uh, fucking meta talk i'm sorry let me let me get back to like one thing i think we could also get reps on and i think i'm done giving you giving you criticism i think i'm done like with anything i had like oh will could work on this because Mm -hmm. this might be shitty to say i think you're still so new as a commentator that no that's completely correct yeah so so i think one thing you mentioned was like the authenticity of your energy one billion percent was authentic. You you carried the energy you had. And I think the next step in refinement is not to um, cut down on that energy. It's not to filter the energy. It's to bring the authenticity to your voice. Because a commentator voice um, does not have to be something so different and so obvious from your regular speaking voice. I think podcasting, yeah. we both learned on the job pretty much how to just show up and start talking and that's why i think we have a good product now compared to when we started is the Mm -hmm. pressure's off we're in our comfort zone you know we did the reps to the point where when you're talking on the phone with me versus the podcast i i literally forget we're recording sometimes you know and yeah 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 commentary is tricky because it's so unnatural like nobody just like gets on a phone call and watches an off mic off recorded like just commentating melee you know so it's it's a different skill to build and it's gonna take a while to be fully i mean shit i have more experience commentating than you i'm still learning so much on how to maintain authenticity while still being a performer you know and Mm -hmm. so um i think that is just something that hasn't it's sick because like this is what i I, (laughs) the first time we did i'm like fuck will like give me something that i'm better at here like give me something that i have more like talent towards and the only talent i have over you is that i like being in front of people more than you that's the only like thing i'm better at it's just I that think desire you're sick of commentary well I've, i think you're super sick of i've, commentary, I've though. been doing it for years now and i think just from what i've seen and the people i've commentated with like your baseline is pretty nuts it's it's just gonna come across like finding finding authenticity and how much you are happy to be there is a huge first step and now it's just going to be like you know how how well do you think you are um 
settling in? How how well do mm. do you feel comfortable, not with silence, but with just like on from hype into the into the next decline and, yeah, yeah. and and trusting that that is still part of the story you know like the post post climax of a story the the beginning of act two of a story like that shit is and in stand-up my my experience is is in between jokes just allowing um even if it's not again not silence or yes silence or settling in it's really hard not to just like go back into the next thing or keep it up at mm-hmm. a certain level and that takes a lot of time um so i i, I hope that's not even considered a criticism it's just definitely no, like not not at all i am dude it's like my fourth fifth cast like i <laughs> know like, it's nuts like it's literally like yeah that 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 sounds like literally in my head i'm like yeah that sounds about right yeah like that's what i thought as well yeah no i totally agree i think like i mean that's what's exciting right also like the, why um that top eight local is really important just to kind of like test things out but we also get a lot of floaty matchups just inherently (laughs) so it's like it was interesting it was almost too crazy i gotta say it was on the edge of too crazy today because of just like (laughs) how fast those matchups were like i don't remember frenzy mint if if that makes sense i actually don't really remember it i do because it was just so crazy um yeah no i think yeah, I mean, overall, I think we did good. Last thing I want to say before we, like, just, like, you know, do our catch-up, our usual, like, catch-up, catch-up, mm-hmm. right, is is uh, I thought we handled humor pretty well. I thought there was, like, little quips that we we had, and, and your Pictionary drawing was hilarious, <laughs> <So> too, <stupid. laughs> that, um, that I thought was really good. I thought we, like, were able to somehow, like, incorporate jokes in it that I, like, was actually, like, pretty surprised about. Yeah, I think so too. I think, um, and that just came with practice, like yeah. and, and doing our like weekly thing. But yeah, I I think yeah. Obviously, we talk about like the foundation we've established, just knowing each other and talking to each other mm-hmm. for so long is huge. Where we can kind of, I still can't get over that one fucking joke you made. It was I think it was last week where like I said something weird and you're like, "Not your best work, JD," and then just like kept going with it. And like that's that's the shit that is just you know as we keep going we're going to keep finding like yeah just the just the the the, the shoe ins like what are the moments that we can we can do that thanks for for i i had this and i was literally gonna not fuck around and and use it for something serious and i realized that like i drew this i started drawing a falco and i'm like all right i think i could i think i could deliver this so yeah show the falco though because so people can see oh on youtube it's like yeah yeah so the setup of it was i'm like we can, i think we're oh the game is over and you were like thoughts on that match jd before we head into a break or i don't know what it was and i was like yeah well you know i have a pen and paper here i think that there's some interesting nuance to the falco chic matchup that it's almost hard to talk about so i wanted to show it and it's definitely a reason why falco is strong in the matchup if you could just see this little and i point out this dumbass bird with like big arms and a gun big arms and a gun no legs and no i'm legs, like yeah and just i just straight faced it the whole time like you can kind of see why falco would be so strong against a character like Sheik, and, and this gun is just absolutely terrifying um yeah, that, and, that's funny so i appreciate that i appreciate like that and i, think, I like laugh i couldn't stop laughing on that one actually it caught me off guard that's a good that's what makes a good setup is you know yeah. Yeah. so basically like first off thanks for like rolling with it because it it wasn't really something i ran by you i just kind of busted it and 
that sort of thing is totally like where I, I don't think it matters what tournament we're hosting. I don't think it matters like when in the tournament or whatever's mm-hmm. going on. I think finding opportunities to experiment and be silly is yeah. what is another just thing that we have without really needing to practice it. It's just something me and you both kind of have the yeah. urge for and really it just needs to break through our love for the game like it, it's and we just have to do it every event like it doesn't matter if it's a local or like an online major or anything like that we'll like, find it i, I, we'll I find guess it, yeah yeah i guess my point is like we don't need to force it we don't need oh, to yeah, look yeah. for those moments and sometimes i f- i think a criticism of uh, smash commentary at large is mm-hmm. um like they're looking at the the, the slime style and saying like oh i need at least a little bit of that i need to find i need to find my jokes i need to blah blah, blah. there's only like one slime that's the problem slime yeah slime's a 31 year old joke writer in california he has been doing and producer yeah and, you know yeah so he's been doing comedy um in and out of melee for years and that's who he is and that's just like mm-hmm. not not even his brand that's just like in his guts and so yeah. i definitely you know we've talked about i'm more inclined to comedy than you obviously i I care about it way more yeah yeah uh but just the energy i think and and the space that we give each each event Mm -hmm. um that's gonna allow us to to fuck around and and find moments to be silly and have fun pretty pretty easily yeah pretty easily i I agree and and kind of close it i'm curious uh you know what's funny is um i i wonder if i know we talked about a little bit uh during one of the breaks but the the main are you curious on like the three things I was working on at at Smash Sauna? No, it was. I mean, I was, don't know. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was as they said, rolling to ads, like like segueing to ads. I think was a big thing and mm-hmm. opening into the stream. Like so, transitions. Right, we can simplify it and say transitions. The the second thing was talking about like sponsors and then the third thing which was the most mixed bag and in my head like there are a few phrases that i'm like i i don't know if that suits me really well but was like coming up with like quick like not to have a catchphrase on purpose but quick things that it's like oh the viewer automatically knows what just happened right Mm. so i tried party time and bust ass the most and i don't think buzz ass like i might throw it here and there but i don't really i don't think it really fit me but i do actually really like party time because i also do feel confident on knowing when it is party time for a character that's pretty funny okay so, so but but i think like I'm, I'm i'm definitely gonna just keep on experimenting with that but but i really tried to be like because um i was listening to some yipes commentary and i was like like he has so many like transition words to like instantly bring in the hype out of nowhere right mm. when something unexpected happens and so I, I thought that that like was on my mind like as we went into the the block yeah i think playing around with that is great i i you know you might uh you might be onto something with kind of establishing certain i guess catchphrases but uh more more particularly just indicators of um something that's going to happen time and time again and a way to to allow everyone to flip into a different mode um, yes. Yeah. So there's a, and it goes both ways. It goes from slower into more hype, and it also goes from like, hold on, we're gonna, um, there the, there might be a way to to bring it into analysis real quick, mm-hmm. and be like, one thing there I really like might be super overused, but that attitude is to go from all right, it's hype, 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 hype. Let's take a moment. Let's dive in. Um, yeah. That, 
that's definitely something that could be worked on. And I, I would just say, as you're as you're prioritizing that sort of stuff, I guess just keep experimenting, like play around yeah, for a yeah. while. Because um, I like party time too. I think it's early for both of us to know what is what no, feels no, best. Yeah. But man, if you got a, if you get a nice like little rotation, so every time you do bring something in for a, a block, it feels fresh. Party time can be forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 less about the catchphrase and more about like what is something what is something that a caster can say so that people instantly know what's happening right now. You know, yeah. it's it's like almost a reset, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Because because you don't know what's gonna happen in the set. And then all of a sudden, like exactly like game two of, you know, like, or, uh, you know, last game with Pipsqueak, like he slowly just like gets the opening and like, you know, runs train on, on ice, right? It's like, how do you instantly say that in like the least amount of words? And it, you know, obviously it has to be like a catchphrase type of thing. So that's really interesting. But th that's kind of all my thoughts with commentary. I'm like, it's definitely like a, a high. I'm, I'm really happy with, with how I did. And I, I still love doing mainly just the eu scene because it's like it's both underrated and also again like as a player i like have no qualms not entering yeah you know no yeah i i every single time i, I bring it up on the cast like thank you for bringing us on it's fully authentic like i am so grateful mm -hmm. for this opportunity because it just works out yeah um, we need to say thank you also after afterwards oh yeah for but, sure yeah. in the discord will did you know we've been talking for 45 minutes about after so so let's do this because we we have a 15 minute little thing i think you talked about your runs from from two weekends ago let's yeah, just yeah let's smush those together um we we wanted to record last week you know true fans know that we're a week we, we skipped a week i don't know if you could hear my dog in the background um i think it's about time that i log off so if you're yeah, okay with that we'll keep this tight we did a really great job today i'm really happy that we've been spending this time to both prepare yesterday and to debrief today and yeah. shit man i'll see you next week for another top eight block dude i know i know i'm pretty hyped and and the thing i thought about is like dude and i know that like we have the summit qualifier but the same circuit continues till the end of the year yeah, no. which means that we do one big event a month which is kind of really hype fingers crossed if they want us fingers back crossed. yeah if they want us back but um, I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't have to get too much into like the bracket. I think like the best summary I can give is like you already did. You already did. Yeah, yeah, I already. Did. I'm literally saying well, we have the 15 minutes of you going oh, over oh, that. Oh, we have the 15. I thought you said give 15. No, yeah, yeah. no, so no, let's, no. Let, let's 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 ship this. Let's ship this episode. Let's let's enjoy the rest of our Sundays. You yeah, can get man. to your famous dog. My famous and, maple. Uh, yeah, maple always interrupting the podcast. But yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> Look, man. Uh, send me anything you got. I know uh, you're you're probably gonna do some VOD analysis soon. If not, then I'll be surprised. But um... maybe I'm watching Street Fighter for the rest of the day. So, right. but I'm curious. Um, if you see anything cool in chat, both like like good compliments or critiques, like can you screenshot that for me? I, I have a feeling that you'll do VOD analysis before I do. We'll see. I I, I might have to finish my shed first. Which uh, yeah I'll... yeah yeah. I'll be releasing some uh, a little video. I'm doing a little progress video with with this manual labor, which has been pretty pretty rewarding. I'm I'm, I'm a couple days in, so uh, awesome. Well, enjoy, yeah, man. Again, dude, it was so fun. Yeah, let's say thank you and 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 ship this episode for sure. All right, well, uh, catch you later, Will, and talk soon. Yeah, talk soon. Peace.
I'm good. Right now, I just came off an, a therapy session. It's 8 a.m. for you, so mm-hmm. we might start off a little uh, a little cozy, a little slow, but um, yeah, I got a jam-packed morning, and I know you've been coming up with our topic, so I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty good. I'm like kind of tired. Uh, I've been staying up late. Uh, first off, watching Tiramisu's um, Slate Aspire runs lately. Oh, word. He, uh, he, he just tied the world record for consecutive uh, A20, which is the hardest difficulty Ooh, wow. uh, runs. At, and it's at 18 now. So he's one away. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood for me. Uh, but I've been, I watched run 17 and 18, and they're crazy. Like, they are these, like, seven-hour runs of just, like, talking to yourself and calculations and and dealing with RNG and stuff like that. Wow. It's, it's really crazy. I'm like, wow, like, you can only fit, like, one run in. And it's, like, 12, 1 a.m. my end. And so I'm like, shit, it's, like, 4 a.m. his end. So, like, it's just crazy. That's really cool. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is really cool. Uh, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood. But it's just been a pleasure to to watch him. And that, I mean, that's a good little plug for for our little tiramisu highlight one v one episode. Yeah, on absolutely. So, so check that out. I mean, he tying the world record at at eighteen. That's crazy. But I know he he's going for for more. So as a friend, I'm rooting for him. And that that's all I can say. Uh, but you know. Talking about rooting for people, your boy entered two back-to-back brackets this weekend. It kind of felt a little bit like a major, just uh, sitting right here uh, <laughs> playing. But it was kind of crazy, because I went on a run where I didn't play well at all, but just hung on and like endured. And that's probably why I was talking a lot about it in our commentary block, which we'll get into the second half of the episode. Hmm. And then uh, and that was Levo. And then I also entered Ginger's Pot of Gold tournament, and and that was fun as well. And I was happy that I did both, but I honestly really pushed myself because, like, on yesterday, I like literally could only play like two hours of melee. I was like so done with it. Only two hours. Okie doke. Well, if that's your burnout, then I think we know we know the rest. But uh, yeah, you talked to me a little bit about Levo, but just fill me in as if I've, I know nothing about either one of these tournaments. How, how much of a bracket recap do you want to do? This is this is all you, man. Whatever you want to talk about, go for it. Yeah, yeah. I So I think with Levo, I think the interesting thing uh, coming here was really just the fact that, like, I just wanted to enter again as we've been talking about like for multiple episodes just to kind of get the reps in mm. and i was a little bit nervous about levo because like pot of gold i signed up because it originally you had to like sub and i was like ah i'm already doing like other stuff and and saving money and stuff like that so i didn't really want to do the sub for the tournament and then i saw it was free and i was like oh word so i just signed up uh and then and so i was prepping for sunday right and then after that i was um i saw that I'm like, oh, Levo's tomorrow also. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm already subbed Leffen. I Why not? Like, let's just enter and, and see what happens, right? And so I make it out of pools into, like, top, you know, whatever. I think top 16 or whatever of of the the bracket. Um, and, and again, just to put reps in. And I played Curve the first round, who, uh, you know, form, like, most uh, mostly a Fox main now, but, you know, was ranked... 
top 100 with Luigi. Uses Luigi for some matchups, which is really interesting. And then, essentially, um, I lost a really, really tough game 5 to him. And, and when I say tough, I mean in a way where I think I just, like... is one of those where, you know where you have, like, the closest, like, first set, and then you... You know, and it kind of throws you off, right, for the for the rest of the set, and and that's what it was, and I was just barely hanging on, but it was really dumb because I uh I was so scared that I would miss my ledge dashes that I like just stopped going to ledge completely. Oh man, I went straighter up. Like that's how nervous I was, right? And I think like um it went to a game five. And, and by the end of game five, like, I just couldn't handle it. Like, he was full hopping and, and kind of just, like, really abusing, uh, you know, a lot of, like, my nervousness. And, and playing well, too. Like, I don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, but what's crazy about that was, you know, I left game five pretty disappointed, honestly, because, like, I just played him and then uh, I played him in my first match of top 16 of the West Coast bracket. And I was sad because I was like, oh, man, I really want to do this. And then I played, you know, kind of over the next two sets against Furniture, a Puff Main, and, and Christos, a Fox Main, which I 3-0'd both of them. I kind of came to the realization a little bit beforehand that I'm like, dude, why am I playing so fucking scared? Mm-hmm. You know, like, if I'm gonna go in flames, like, I should just, like, do it. Like, I should just fucking go at it. And I think what, like, like... It was just, like, kind of just, like, accepting that I'm gonna be scared and nervous in those moments, and just, like, dealing it when that happens, and not dealing with it, like, beforehand. And then also just thinking about, um, funny enough, the video that I made, Welcome to Melee, and I think about the quote that I put in the middle by, um, fucking, oh, fucking Jurgen Klopp, the the manager of Liverpool, such a cool dude, and, and he goes... We want to enjoy our own game. And if you and granted I just cut out that like one second clip, but I listened to like the full interview and I remember him talking about like, yeah, like we just wanna play our game. This is how we play. If we're gonna lose, like we're gonna play entertaining football till the end. And and we just want to enjoy our own game. And and that's the quote I ended up putting in the video, which surprisingly also quick tangent at 12k now which is ridiculous jd that's really good i'm so happy it's showing up on people's um wow my my voice is too loud sorry that uh but yeah dude the um it's showing up on people's like main pages the thumbnail is just so enticing it's uh it's crushing it It, it's getting the numbers man yeah yeah um yeah but it was funny because i i thought back to that video and that quote of we want to enjoy our own game and i'm like fuck it like i want to like play the melee that i enjoy i want to play entertaining melee to me not not to anyone else i wasn't streaming or anything like that right and i just wanted to enjoy my own game and then um and and so i just threw out both furniture and and christos and then i had to play uh zane jr aka lucky's marsh to okay i think uh, i meant kadoran no no uh lucky smart he was playing secondaries uh he was playing falcon and and marth until top eight and then he was gonna go fox uh and that was one of those where <laughs> it started like how you'd expect a little bit like a little bit stiff you get zero to death the first top sure set, game one the classic <laughs> against top player secondaries is just like you're like yeah. what do i do and then they just do the thing yeah it's so funny <laughs> you get tippered on top flat like <sighs> 
and then um you know we play it out it was close and i i i win game two and four and, and eventually we go to game five and and the games have been close like i lost last stock both on yoshi's uh game one and on fd game three uh and we go pokemon and i'm like cool i like pokemon like that's what's gonna happen and really like I, there were messy parts of it the dude hits like most fuck he like most of the his sdis on the up airs it was infuriating like even on low percents it, it was ridiculous um but i managed to hang on um granted i i don't think his recovery was the best and 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 then he, he even admitted that as well so but you know it goes to last stock and somehow some way uh he you know he it was just me literally hanging on right like hang on by a thread like you know even in the past games it'd be like okay like i take a stock at 130 okay like can i gain another 40 percent? can i gain another 50 percent? and just like hang on and and hold the lead hold it without being like super retreating without like ruining my game plan and like you know throwing out the window um and game five like I, I i just kept on bringing it and and we go last stock he hits the sdi <laughs> i air dodge out we kind of reset he he shields i run up grab again and and get the up air and he doesn't sdi it to, to take game five and i like literally like shook the house like i literally just screamed from the top of my lungs because i was like so hype and excited and it was just big, and it wasn't because, like, I mean, like, it's it's Lucky Smarth, so so it's, like, there's obviously an asterisk and stuff like that, but it's, like, just to win a game five, a tense situation, like, on the box with my hands, like, literally, like, shaking, like, like this, which, like, you know, we've, we've talked about, like, in a controller, you at least grip something, but, like, on the box, you're just, like, floating it, and it's just, like, when it's going like this, like, all your inputs are just, like, so much worse, and... <laughs> And I just like yelled, and then, and then I and then I had to play. I was in top eight, loser side, and I had to play golden, golden or Dawson first. I had to play Dawson first, um, and that was also interesting because it was a very similar theme to, to um, to the lucky set where it was literally me enduring specifically. You know when you're against, like against a really good patient puff, like you're down like a stock and it feels like a fucking mountain to climb yeah oh yeah that's like the same thing that happened to me game four and five and and again like with like a lot not the best gameplay but like literally just not doing anything stupid at the same time and i was so happy because like it was like my in-game knowledge was there even if my execution wasn't and so even when i like was doing not the best stuff i wasn't like trying to overextend myself or like put myself in a bad situation like i kind of just like reset and played with like where i was at which was like fucking terrified and nervous jd and 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 just the kind of the cards fell in the right places like there were like whiffed air like stuff like a whiff forward smash is what closed uh game five and and i got the up throw up air and it was really just like my ability to endure the pressure again and also just close stocks that was it it was like really shit gameplay outside of that. It was just the fact that I didn't do anything stupid. I held on to the pressure and I uh was you know, practiced and warmed up all my kill setups. That that was it. You know? And and, and that got me through game five. And again, I yelled. I was like verbally yelling. I popped off and then I was waiting for a hot minute to play Golden, another puff. 
and and funny enough, you know, uh, with my CLG lesson that I did a while back, which I need to release an episode about. Actually, I, I just thought about that because uh, I have the recording of it mm-hmm. with Bob, Coach Bobby, Yes Dad, and Pew Pew. They they talk about this concept of um, to release like physical tension or to release like like anxiety kind of and stress kind of lives in the body. Like when your shoulders feel tense and stuff like that, your hands are shaking. You need something to do something physical to release that tension rather than like just like taking deep breaths and stuff like that, which I started doing actually. I started doing box breathing and like some breathing exercises to kind of like help me get through like the moments where I can't, you know, like jump up and down or do push ups or stuff like that, uh, which has been helping. Uh, and I can go into that if you're curious a little bit later. But I decided with this like hour and a half long block, maybe like hour, hour 15, uh, I went for a run actually. <laughs> there it um, is nice and and i like both celebrated like beating lucky smarth and 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 dawson uh but also just was really really happy uh i was happy about that but i just did two laps around my block which were which were good and and that kind of just like regulated my my like physical emotions like physical tension really well and my emotions and i came into the golden set fucking on fire and that was like felt like close to peak game like i took dreamland game two he barely took dreamland game three and then game game uh four was was a classic um fd counter pick four stocks to one he takes the stock and just sds because he knows what he knows how it's gonna end damn dude yeah, I know. I played it out of my mind, and 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 really going on that run was so cool. Looking back at it, just because it was just like I've never done that before, and, and I tend to hold tension and be a more nervous player. That's why, like you know, even in IRL events, like I'll tell like homies like you, like hey, like I'm I'm doing my own thing. Like don't try to talk to me about Leffen and chilling, dude, right now. You know. <laughs> Sure. type of thing sure. and 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 so yeah and then i was sitting in loser semis uh staring down uh the curve matchup again and and by that time uh i unfortunately got 3-0'd by him uh with the fourth place finish his fox was really good he was playing really hot and he ended up winning the tournament which was crazy over eddie mexico in a like game 10 bracket reset so that was nuts um in itself over be- beating like i think he had like six game fives which was crazy also jesus yeah so the guy was running hot um but fourth place finish at levo and, and i'm really happy about that like especially with the way that it all kind of unfolded uh just the, the the anxiety the game fives finally clutching it twice even after missing it one time uh re-regulating myself it it really was super good and and just to go into the ginger pot of gold quickly um how long how long do you have because i think i think we might need to take a break yeah yeah yeah. this this is this is pretty quick uh is is um yeah like i i I beat all which i'm pretty happy about uh, in a game three situation again keeping my cool but like and i lost to polish and zamu unfortunately immediately into top 64 which is tough but Overall, I wasn't really nervous that tournament, and, and that's all thanks to the Levo run, honestly. Like, I just, like, had, like, kind of, like, this belief of, like, okay, you can do it. And even against Polish and Zamu, I thought I, like, played to the best that I could and, like, was just outplayed at that point with the game plan that I had, rather than me being, like, mom spaghetti on on the set. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with, like, how that all worked out. So, 
it's it's been a wild weekend for me jd yeah two pretty big brackets in a row definitely something we got to dive into a little more unfortunately we do need to head into a break um usually we're not time crunched like this so apologies but for for everyone else we'll be right back we'll hold on to those thoughts and uh and we'll talk real soon (laughs) 